0: I'm speaking with Gary Zimmerman. And Gary, a lot has been going on in the economic world the last few weeks. I'd like to ask you about the Fed and former Fed leaders who are in the news and then move on to renewed efforts to support the economy in the months ahead as the COVID virus is again raging and risks are ravaging the economy and the recovery shows signs of slowing down.
1: Hi, Paul. Thank you. And uh, let me wish everyone a a happy and safe Thanksgiving uh, before we start. Yes, this has been quite a couple of weeks, so uh, I'll let you start with the first question there, Paul.
0: Sure. Uh, Gary, the Fed and the Fed leadership has been in the news. Um, Where shall I start? Maybe with Federal Reserve Chair uh, Powell strenuously objecting to the Treasury Secretary taking away the Fed's pandemic lending tools. Is this the time to limit their ability to respond to a financial crisis?
1: Paul, excellent question. Uh, Fed Chair Powell has made it very clear the Fed believes it needs these lending programs and the roughly $450 billion in funds that go with them in the event of a serious threat to the financial system and the economy. Um, These uh, programs were set to... Could be continued up through 2026, so ending them now um, is certainly a good question. Um, I think Powell is absolutely correct. You know, these funds and loans could be critical as the pandemic surges and their risk that are being caused by that as well as the fact that we're ending the 2020 programs the cares programs were put in place to support the economy um earlier in the year and that have been a big part of the recovery so far and i think we'll probably come back more about that later but so as those programs end it will cause bankruptcies evictions Mortgage defaults, business failures, bad loans—just troubles throughout the economy that that um, you know could lead to serious problems. So, as the economy is already slowing down, you know we still have you know over 10 million payroll workers who are unemployed. So, you know I think in, in that framework, one should remember how important those lending programs were, uh, or Fed lending programs were, um, in the 2008 financial crisis rescue. Um,
0: yeah, so the Fed uh, being able to lend large amounts of money is an important tool, yes, in the financial panic or crisis. Uh, so, former Fed Chair Janet Yellen, uh, you worked with her at the San Francisco Fed, and she's expected to be appointed to the new, to be the new Treasury Secretary. Would you expect her to side with Fed Chair Powell or the outgoing Treasury Secretary?
1: Well, Janet Yellen was part of the Fed leadership team during the 2008 financial crisis and recovery. She's a terrific economist uh, with a huge amount of experience. She knows the financial system, expert in labor markets and the economy. Um, and I think she clearly knows how important the lending programs were to saving the financial system and the economy in 2008-2009 when the Fed lent out of its own portfolio about uh, even more than $1.5 trillion to help save the financial system. And that is an important, critical role of central banks like, like the Federal Reserve. So I think it's really obvious that she will support Powell in this case. Unfortunately, there are also reports out now and... Last couple of days, I've seen that the that the current administration seems to be trying to make it even more difficult or impossible for Yellen as the new Treasury Secretary to be able to to allow the Fed to keep that 450 billion in emergency lending funds available in the event of a, a meltdown or financial market problems. Um, you know, so. That's that troublesome that you would actually go to the efforts to kill the program at a time when it looks like, you know, maybe maybe we might need it uh, in the near future.
0: Well, Gary, Fed leadership was in the news this week as well. The Senate voted not to confirm Trump advisor Judy Shelton to the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. Um, what's that all about? And what happened?
1: Paul, it's an interesting situation. Uh um, Judy Shelton has espoused a number of policy issues that are sort of way out of the mainstream. For example, she has supported a return to the gold standard. President Nixon took the U S economy off the gold standard in the early 1970s because it wasn't working. You know, that's uh, you know takes away central bank's ability to make monetary policy based on conditions in their domestic economy. So that's a, you know essentially wouldn't you know take away the Fed's ability to to help support the economy in times of need. Um, she has also uh, not been supporting the, maintaining the Fed's independence from the administration. So you know, this would essentially she would allow the administration to control the Federal Reserve in terms of making monetary policy and setting interest rates you know we we've seen the president for example um on numerous occasions over the last several years basically calling for the fed to make political monetary policy decisions or interest rate decisions um so based on that kind of information she received uh, several unqualified or no votes from republicans as well as um no votes from the democrats and um she lost lost the vote um this may come back for another vote. Uh, it was close, uh, but, you know, at the moment, you know, she's out.
0: Well, Gary, there's also been quite a bit of news about uh, uh, both the expiration of, the federal gov- of these federal government programs like CARES that were implemented to provide economic re- relief from the pandemic. How important is renewing these programs now as the surge in COVID-19 cases is at record levels and is likely uh, to start showing up as a deteriorating uh, factor in economic conditions? What do things look like?
1: Well, Paul, good question. Uh, Answering it might take hours. But um, yeah, let me me just start by noting that both Fed Chair Powell and um, Treasury, likely Treasury Secretary-designate Janet Yellen, um, have been strong supporters. Of renewing these programs that have been um, negotiated in Congress and with the administration but haven't gone anywhere and if nothing happens which is kind of the way it looks right now politically um, large parts of these programs will um, (laughs) be shut down basically um, at the end of December Um, so you know these, these programs CARES programs that you mentioned were important uh, to counteract the serious negative economic impacts of COVID nineteen earlier in the year, and in the efforts to you know, slow down the pandemic, you know, all, all of these things had you know, serious negative effects on the national economy. Um, and if they're not going to be replaced, um, you know, it, at the same time we're seeing COVID surge through the nation again, it it adds some major risks. What one program has already expired that was the 600 dollars weekly unemployment insurance payment that expired in july you know that means you know many of the 10 plus million unemployed workers um, have lost a significant source of income you know and that means less support for consumer spending in the overall economy so families paying using that those funds to pay rent mortgages car loans eat clothes etc Um, Another program, the Pandemic (laughs) Relief Program that provides unemployment insurance payments to freelance and gig workers, that expires at the end of December and means that about over 7 million workers uh, who have been receiving benefits under that program will will lose those. Um, There's also the Pandemic Emergency Unemployment um, Supplemental Program that adds 13 additional weeks of benefits. Beyond the usual 26 weeks of unemployment insurance, that also goes away at the end of December. Um, you know, so these are you know very large amounts of spending that will you know not be taking place if um, these benefits are not being paid to the billions of unemployed workers. And you know, remember, we're still looking at over 10 million payroll unemployment workers um, who are out of the job. Um, so you know. At the same time, you've got you know, efforts to take away the Fed lending tools as well. Uh, you know, so, all of these reduce support for consumer spending, which you know, which adds to job losses going forward, uh, which leads to more reductions in consumer spending, more sales, uh, falling sales, uh, more layoffs. and so you just get a, a downward economic spiral. Um, so I think it's really important that we, you know, this is a time to fight the current surge with calls for increasing spending to to support increasing government sp- spending to and programs to support consumer spending, you know, and that's, you know, you can do that with unemployment insurance extensions, um, checks to families like the COVID-19. Earlier this year, that helped prop up spending and keep businesses open and and workers working, um, you know, and support for businesses in general, in industries that are especially hard hit. Um, and this, I think, is especially important as we come into a period with you know COVID surging, surging, and the economy slowing. So that's that's my take on it
0: so it is pretty important to in in your opinion and chairman paul's opinion to get the economy back on track to you got to control covid-19
1: yes yes and if you, if you don't control covid-19 um, then the the damage to the economy gets worse and worse so
0: gary thanks a lot for speaking with us lots of information and uh, we'll we'll keep in touch and talk again in a couple of weeks okay thank you paul Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve in San Francisco and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance.